0: Advice to husbands, okay? Women, you don't have to listen to this if you don't want to. First thing, men, all right? Affection. Affection. Women need their affection. If you're a hard hearted guy who can't show love and affection, you're not in a good marriage. Women love affection. One of the primary needs of your wife is in marriage is affection. You know, you may know yourself that you love her. You may claim in your mind, I love my wife to bits. You may tell everybody else, but you don't tell her that. Alright? You may be loving her in your heart. You may be going out and working so that you can support her and your children. But does this show enough support? Sorry, does this show enough that you love her? answer is no. Right? The answer is no. Your wife needs to be shown that you love her. Whether that is by telling her so, doing kind things for her and showing gestures of affection. This includes, and I'm going to be very clear about this, this includes touching her in a way that is not sexual all the time. So it's on, not only when you want sexual uh, fulfillment that you touch her, but there's an affectionate touch that is beyond sexuality. right? Um, for example, this could be a hug, holding her hand, stroking the hair, or taking time to just sit by side by side might sound a bit weird if you've never done it before right but this is th- these are things which are very important what you have to remember is that human touch appears to be an innate need of of humans humans love touch studies show that touch contains several health benefits from our psychological and physio- for our psychological and physiological well-being for instance Studies show that holding hands with the spe- with the spouse helps to dissipate stress. How does holding hand with your spouse help to dissipate stress? These are studies I'm talking about. this is not just emotional ideas I'm talking about, because when you hug somebody and touch somebody, it induces a hormone which is called a bonding hormone, oxytocin. right Now they've actually figured it out to this level that oxytocin is dissipated, sorry, it is, uh, is induced, to, uh, to come, it's a bonding hormone, which helps to lower the heart rate, and the blood pressure, and it reduces stress, and it reduces the bad hormone level of cortisol. Cortisol is a bad hormone, which is when you're demoralized, when you don't appreciate something, slowly, slowly you get a leak of cortisol, and that makes you really feel bad. So what you want instead is you want... The good hormone, oxytocin. So it removes the cortisol levels and it increases a sense of security and trust. This is exactly what the article says about this, the studies show this. These small things, they make a big difference and they need to be done on a regular basis to remind your wife that you do have an affection towards her. Don't just feel you have affection, show the affection. Uh, Number two, be a man. I'm talking to husbands, right? It says, be a man. Your role in the marriage is to be the man. Now, being a man does not mean that you throw your weight around and you be lazy and expect everything to be provided to you on a plate. And you leave your things lying around when you take your clothes off, for example. And you assume that they're going to be cleaned up after you. But no, it means to be a real man, not your cultural man from messed up cultures. Right? Right? You should strive to read more of the seerah to find out what a true man is and the best man that lived. The Prophet wasallam. be chivalrous and dignified, self-respect. Don't expect the wife to go and earn and you don't work, right? Or to uh, you know to do things that a man should be doing. Act maturely, learn what good relationship means. When you play the role as the true man of the family, your wife can then act as the true woman of the family. Allah's Messenger would help at home, patching his own clothes. He was patch his own clothes, milking the animals, and serving himself and his family. When, you're, when you do this, inshallah, your wife will love you more, and it will create love and positivity. If you do not, for example, fix the broken tap, or get the car repaired, is that a man's job or a woman's job? I mean, according to modern, they'll tell you it's anybody's job. Just like you should be changing nappies, diapers. Um, We're talking about from tried and tested cultures of thousands of generations. Not this new modern idea where they're so fluid that it doesn't really make a difference. You don't even know if you're a man or woman anymore. I mean, how can there be gender roles when you don't even know if you're a man or woman anymore? You can change that. Do you see what I'm saying? If you don't bro- uh, uh, fix the broken tap or get the car repaired and the situation remains like that for many months, your wife will eventually right, be unable to put up with these things and she may get it done herself. Can you see how she's going to have to play the role of the man in the house now? It's going to upset the balance. If you want her to be womanly, then you need to be manly and sort things out. Similarly, a man who makes his wife financially responsible and forces her to work is simply an oppressor, because the man is supposed to be providing the uh, the money. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ made a deal between Aisha, sorry, Fatima and Ali anhum. So Ali الله, Fatima is his daughter. Ali is his cousin. Right, one's his cousin, one's his daughter. They married together. And mashallah he distributed the work between them. The Ali would do the external work, and Fatima anha, being the daughter of Prophet would do the internal work. So that was number three. Number, uh, sorry, that was number two. Number three. The first one was showing affection. second one was uh, be the man. Number three is to praise and compliment. Tell your wife, what do you mean by praise and compliment? Wasn't affection enough? Praise and compliment. Women love to be praised and complimented. Tell your wife she's beautiful and do it regularly. You might say, well, she's not beautiful. Tell her she's beautiful, see her beauty, and do it regularly. Especially for Muslim women who don't flaunt themselves out in public or on Facebook and have all of these likes and, oh, you look so wonderful and gorgeous and all the rest of it. Right? Who's going to show her, who's going to appreciate her if the husband doesn't appreciate her? The husband has to appreciate. You are sometimes the sole source of her physical admiration. Especially in our time when the fashion and beauty industries, they promote unrealistic expectations of women. Your wife will also not be immune to the insecurities about her appearance. Because everybody wants to look beautiful today. They have to make themselves look beautiful even if they're not. There's a lot of insecurity about this, and 25% of teenage girls are depressed. Today, 25% of all teenage girls are depressed, because of these expectations. By reminding her that she's beautiful, you will give her more confidence, and then she will be also more inclined to keep her uh, up her appearance, and make an effort for you in return. Otherwise, she'll just be depressed. That was number three Number four To the men Right again Advice to the men Looking nice for her You think it's just her job To look nice for you Looking nice for her Is very important Make an effort And um, Generally the emphasis Is on the women To maintain her figure Wear nice clothes And so on But it goes the other way Around as well I've I've talked to several people About this And he's saying that If you're not going to exercise And you're not going to Try to keep up your shape And you're going to be Smelly and hairy And so on That's going to put her off and then you're worried like why did why don't i have a good time why don't i get a, a response we men need to the uh, abdullah ibn abbas radiyallahu anhu is reported to have said that i like to adorn myself for my wife just as i like her to adorn herself for me because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may his name be elevated says and every woman have rights similar to those of men over them in kindness so if it's a, your right for her to dress up for you and look nice, then it's her right for you to dress up for her as well. He said. Make sure that you basically keep up on your personal hygiene, washing, brushing, combing, dressing yourself nice. It's obviously sunnah for men to wear perfumes. Be careful of the perfumes you do use because sometimes women don't like the heavy ones. You know, you may get the most expensive oud, but she's gonna hate that oud. Like, what is this smell? Right, you may get a very sm- strong must that costs 200 pounds uh, know, for, for so many grams and she won't like it so many men who unfortunately there's some who are in a rigorous gym routine before they get married and then after they get married and they start getting all this food, they become fat and you know, unhealthy, they stop going to the gym and everything right? your wife is the one you sh- you're supposed to be impressing the fifth point is don't expect your wife to be like your mother Don't expect your wife to be like your mother. If this is the case and you want your wife to be like your mother, then it's probably better for you to stay living with your mother rather than to get married. Because your wife is not going to be like your mother. Your wife is an independent person. She's got her own personal preferences, unique ways of doing things. She will not cook exactly the same as your mother. So avoid making such comparisons. And if you want her to cook like your mother, then you're going to have to have your mother train her in a way that works for both. For example, you want your biryani to be made the way your mother used to make it. Then you're going to have to give her training and that could take a long time. And your mom has to be willing to teach her with patience. And she has to be willing to learn it with patience. The best way to avoid the wife. Versus mother difficulty because generally when you have a mother-in-law, daughter-in-law problem, the husband is caught in between. And if he doesn't play this properly, it can become really aggravated. So the best way to avoid that is for husbands to give the due right to both their mothers and their spouse. To act as a husband and a son simultaneously. It's very difficult, but that's the way to encourage a healthy relationship between them. And don't expect imitations and then that plays one against the other and causes a bigger problem because you will suffer. So don't expect your wife to be like your mother. And number six, uh, listen to her. When I say listen to her, uh, understand what I mean. Women often often prefer to talk through their feelings to work things out. When they want to work something out... They want to talk through their feelings. As opposed to many men who typically want to just spend time alone to work through their feelings. Men, sometimes, they want to just go over their thoughts in their own way. Whereas a lot of women, they like to talk about their feelings to get it out. <clears throat> so sometimes your wife will want to talk to you. Well, She'll just want to talk. And will need you to provide a friendly listening ear. She may not require then concrete solutions or outcome. She may not even want you to say anything. She just wants you to listen. She just wants a sounding board to talk for. This may be very different from how you operate. You may think, "Why can't she just do this in her own way?" Right. So if your if your spouse speaks a lot. You need to learn to multitask. Sometimes you may be doing something and your spouse comes and wants to talk to you. So you have to learn then to multitask, to do the thing while you're listening. But there's one message, one warning I'll give you here, one advice, that you should never pretend to be listening, because you'll get caught out. What did I just say? Right? Five minutes ago, you see what I'm saying? So it's quite common, like for a person, when, he's, when they're browsing on their phone, or maybe they're watching a YouTube video that they got on their WhatsApp somebody sent, or they're in a WhatsApp communication, and they're also trying to say, yeah, 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 listening to their, their spouse. That's not good practice. If, you're, if you can't multitask properly where you're listening and doing, because some tasks you can't do while you're listening, then you should stop what you're doing, turn to face her, pay full attention, And this is the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ when communicating somebody that he would actually turn fully to face them. So what I do is that if I'm doing some work on the computer and I can multitask, I'll do that. But where I know I can't give both due, then I'll say either hold on, let me just finish this off, or I'll stop this and I'll say, okay, let me let me deal with this first. Number seven: positive encouragement. As a husband, you have to respect and encourage your wife's interests as well. She'll have her own personal interests. You may want to actually uh, make her have an interest in something to take up some of the time that she has for free, uh, including helping making time for them. Uh, This uh, particularly, I mean, this applies even more particularly once a woman has children, because the job of taking care of young children and the real effort that they have to, uh, that, that is required to run a home, is not a small thing. Right Men think it 's all easy for women just to deal with it. A woman can very easily find herself giving up all of herself and her time to others with no time left for herself. Sometimes that happens. right It might seem useful for you on the surface that you your wife devotes more and more of her time to help you and the children. but in reality, if she loses a sense of self worth and individual identity, she will be of no use to anybody. In depression, she has to remain a viable living person and not just serving everybody. The expectation of uh, constant sacrifice that cultures sometimes require from the wife and that her wider interest beyond being a wife and mother should disappear that's not Islamic necessarily. I mean, aside from normal other interests, I mean, he, the, the husband's responsibility is also to encourage his wife to study Islam further. And the reason I say that the husband should be encouraging the wife to do this is because that applies to both spouses. The wife should be encouraging the husband as well. But really, in our community, in our society, generally the women face more obstacles in the path of seeking sacred knowledge than men do. When men go to the masjid, there may be a visiting scholar, there may be scholars there. They have much closer access than women do to scholarship, right? So that's why your wife needs the sound knowledge, right? Why? Why? Because the mother's lap is the first madrasa, as the saying goes. So your wife needs sound knowledge so that she can be the most effective first madrasa for your children. So there's a benefit for everybody in here. If you're supportive, then this won't be too difficult for her, that you're giving her, you're looking after the children sometimes when she can take a class and and, uh, so on. So that was positive encouragement. So those were seven points directed at men to focus on their wives.